Suchek sees red, Kane's back from the dead. Welcome back listeners, the FPL headlines for this week are Double Game Week 24, Double Game Week 25 and then we also discuss trip strategy for the upcoming Double Game Weeks. Welcome back to episode 202 of the FPL Surgery Podcast. It's Super Bowl Sunday, Sunday the 7th of February 2021. We are recording for the third time this week, straight after Man City-Liverpool game and just before the Chelsea against Sheffield United game. And I'm here, as always, with the man who laughed in the face of Phil Foden, Josh. Evening, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good. You I'm are, cool. aren't you? You're having a great week. Do, do you know what? Um, yeah, I am. I mean, since, <laughs> since, to, to be honest, I mean, since we started recording this, I've not had a single... I think the last time I enjoyed a game week this much was game week 38 plus at the end of last season. I mean, genuinely, it's, be, it's been that bad it has it has and um and that goal from Foden was uh you know it's it's, it's nice when your differential scores but when he scores a weldy it, it, it means so much more I mean I don't care I mean it could have hit him off the bum and gone in and I'd be, I'd, I'd, <laughs> DCL I'd, style yeah yeah I'd have, I'd have taken that or a dodgy dodgy assist but yeah all good all good um so I guess this week he's a regular on the fantasy weekly podcast also has his own firing blanks podcast his highest overall rank is 4,665th, and his rank not right now is pretty good as well. So welcome, Dave. FPL Dave, how's it, how's it going? Hello. I'm doing great. Not as good as you this week, but better than you overall. So, yeah. <laughs> a, a lot better than me overall. <laughs> yeah. It's been a good season. It's been a ridiculously lucky season. I don't think I've done anything good. I think it's just, you know, doing a different chip strategy than everyone else kind of just rocketed my season and absolutely shouldn't have. Oh, no, I disagree that it, I mean, you did a, the best strategy probably that you could do. Um, obviously that's so, in, so hind- far, for in, sure. in hindsight, and, and <laughs> yeah. so, but I mean, it was massive, wasn't it? I mean, do you want to tell people about your, your bench beast? Cause I'm sure you're going to anyway. <laughs> I don't really mention it more than twice a day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was, it was coming up to game week 18, uh, the blanks and everyone was thinking about, just you know doing what they can with it and then free hitting but I thought that I'll use my wild card instead because it just seems like a better idea and it was like two hours before the deadline that I actually made the decision to wild card for the blanks and doubles and it was really because of an article that came out that said that Leeds might not be playing because they're going to give Southampton the game for Shrewsbury or what, whoever it was yeah and I was like nah I've got three Leeds players I'm not doing this so I'm just wild card and hope for the best and that best turned into 211 points in two weeks <laughs> <laughs> which is insane 150 points I got in the double or 156 or something like that so I wasn't expecting that when i when i wild carded two hours before the game week 18 deadline i'd say that's very well played though i mean i i had three leads players and i read that same article and just decided to do a minus 12 and bench boost anyway and <laughs> <laughs> that was not swings and roundabouts yeah but uh, obviously a huge huge swing and i mean what else? i mean you you recorded some podcasts didn't you at the start of the year what was it eight simple rules so i mean yes. has, has that helped at all well your episode certainly helped um, <laughs> no, I, I had a bunch of managers that, I th- that I've been following for the last couple of years that I really, really like who I value their opinion. And I, I figured I had a not so great season last last year and I really wanted to improve, but I didn't know how to do it myself. And I didn't just want to 
you know, ask anyone. So I, I made up the concept of doing an eight simple rules thing. And then I made my own rules up and I just asked really good managers what they think the rules. And then whatever they said, I culminated all that and then just followed it to the letter. And uh, following it to the letter has really worked out well this year. So I'll probably write it up at some point and release it for everyone. But I wanted to make sure it worked first. Yeah, and it definitely, definitely seems to be. Um, obviously, it hasn't worked for me being on. Being, being well, it's funny because I've been following you this year because, you know, like I said, I really enjoy your content. And, and for whatever reason, you've done the exact opposite of everything you told me to do. <laughs> Maybe I need to listen to it. I, yeah, I, go I, listen I, back. Yeah. I will. I will. Should we should we get on to the to the game week? So the it's the game week so far. So like I said in the introduction, um, the Man City Liverpool game's just ended. The Chelsea game is just about to start. A bit like when we recorded the other day. Um, so it is only so far. Um, should we start with you, Josh? I mean, how how's your game week gone so far? Good. Um, so I'm on sixty points um, with Dallas and Bamford to play. So transfer-wise, I did Brewster to Bamford, um, as I mentioned on the pod uh, last time. And captain, I went with Bruno in the end, purely just because of how poor Spurs and uh, and Sun looked against Chelsea. And I just thought Big Sam wouldn't make it easy for them. And and, and he didn't particularly, but I, I just think, you know, uh, Kane being back was, was, was really the difference and just gave him that a little bit more edge to... Uh, yeah, to make him so far the sort of best, you know, obvious captain of the week, really. Was it always going to be Bruno captain then? Did you, were you not tempted by anyone else? No, I, I was on Sun the whole time. I was on Sun the whole yeah. time, um, and and I literally watched watched the uh, watched the Spurs Chelsea game, and, and and that was enough for me to. Flip yeah, because really. that was when we were recording. We recorded yeah. the game, didn't we? So. I think it must have been the tail end of it I caught, or second half. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no. No, we, watched- we, no. We recorded before it, didn't we? Sorry, we we recorded before it. I watched the game, and yeah, and I just thought, yeah, he it was it wasn't really it's it wasn't really Sun. It was Spurs. There was no creativity there, and I was just like, look, this is this is not good. I don't feel comfortable with this. You know, the way that Big Sam sets up his teams as well. So yeah, went to Bruno. Obviously, uh, slightly less points than, than some but no big deal so yeah 62 to play pretty happy yeah very good week and what about yourself Dave yeah it's been pretty good I actually was on quite a big red arrow before the City game but I've got Gondwan and Salah so that came in pretty handy um but the main story of this this game week is Kane for sure I've been playing him <laughs> yeah. for fun I didn't take him out because like I said I use my wild card so transfers are like gold dust right now and I knew I was always going to want him back when he came back so and I just benched him and uh after a while I realized that I could just play him and it makes people mad I don't really know why but it makes people really mad when you play people who you know aren't playing and I did it again this week and he played <laughs> played and scored so that was amazing there were murmurings before the before the deadline that Kane might play. Um, yeah, I seen that there was a picture that was tweeted out that like his shoes that he played with oh, yeah. when he when he got injured were in the dressing room or something. Yeah, that was a little ambiguous. <laughs> but there were there were Ho, uh, Jose Mourinho quotes as well saying he, saying he might play. Um, so I mean. I guess the learning from that is you you kept Kane because transfers are precious, not because it was for a laugh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> I don't do things in FPL for a laugh. Yeah. 
<laughs> unless it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, uh, not having a wild card means I, I really need to be um, careful with who I transfer in and who I transfer out. And, and doing seesaws with players is just a no-go when I've only got, I don't know, when did he get injured? Game week 20. So mm. I only had five transfers before a big, big double that he could potentially be in. So I just left him. And because we all got rid of KDB for Gundogan or whoever you did, Foden in your case, Foden in your case, sorry. Um, yeah, I didn't need money. <laughs> I didn't need money at all. No. Um, so I love the, I love the seesaw uh, term, Dave. That's a, that's, a, that's different to the uh, the hokey cokey. Yeah, that just sounds so juvenile when people say. It. It always always makes me giggle, and I don't want to giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that that keeping same uh, came move because I mean it's only been a couple of weeks he's missed, and now everyone wants him back. Um, yeah. And he, he could have scored more today. I mean, he hit the bar. Or, well, I thought it was the bar on first look, but I think it was the stanchion or whatever you call it. Yeah, the um, second bar. Yeah, the second bar. But yeah, he could have had a couple there today. You know, everyone's going to want Kane yeah. now. Maybe not against City, but def- definitely after that. So I think yeah. 26, they, they look like they're going to have the best double, don't they? So it will just be interesting to see what they what they they how they look in the next two, really. And obviously, if Kane can, can keep himself, you know, uh, fit for uh, prior to the the, the big double. Yeah, he looked thing. pretty good today. He didn't look like he he no, had sore ankles or anything. He was a no, bit gas at the yeah. end, but, but he always is that. though. He's always he always is right at the end. It's yeah. because he it's because also he, he he plays a different game to what he used to do. You know, before he, he was you know sat on the sort of last defender the whole time, and and, and now in recent uh, in recent times he's he's everything. He's the centre back in the box, the defensive midfielder, the, the number ten, the number nine, and so at the end the last ten minutes he's always um yeah blowing out of his behind essentially. <laughs> Um, so Rich, Rich, how was yep. your game week? Because I'm sure you're uh, <laughs> eager to tell us, sitting there, waiting your turn, very patiently, getting through <laughs> my team and Dave's team. I, I can't. Someone's your team. I can't so, pick well, it up that much though, Josh, because of my because of my rank. I mean, I've risen just half. Have your moment. Have I've your risen moment. Half a million places today. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, I had Son captain, had Gundogan and Foden. Yeah, it, honestly, such a good week, and I rolled as well. So I've got two free transfers for next week. Um, mm, tasty. Yeah, and the reason I went for Son captain was just because you know they weren't in great form, but they'd had quite tricky game spares, and it and it's West Brom. So I went for Son captain. You know. Early in the second half, you know, he missed a chance. I was gutted, but, you know, he scored in the end. He got a couple of bonus points, which was strange because it was right at the end of the... He'd already been subbed off and then he got bounced up to two bonus. Um, I thought because he missed that big chance in the first half, that might go against him, but obviously not. I think it's because also... um, well, didn't he? Kane did. Kane missed a few. I think it's also though because um, when when they keep a clean sheet, Spurs, they've not really got any defenders that are like, great for bps the aurea is normally one mm. but he he came off um do you know what i mean so if, if there was you know someone even like if, if regulon was playing or whatever you know he might have threatened it but yeah it's um you know well well kane's normally there one for bonus and i mean just I, this was the first time i captain son since i think when he got sent off last season one of his red cards <laughs> i mean i i always captain kane it was just yeah because when they played him. leeds i i captain son and you captain kane i think when they yeah. when they beat leeds at uh, at home yeah i mean i don't like captain and song because i like captain and kane and even today you know i'd have much rather had kane captain um i'm not complaining i'm just saying that you know i i want kane more than i want son 
And when it if they get that nice double game week, that's who I want a triple captain. I just mm. feel Kane's just so much better in FPL. I think he's oh, a yeah. best Kane, Kane, Kane triple captain with two fixtures, guaranteed yeah. 90 minutes every, you know, each game, unlike uh, yeah. my triple captain, Salah, who... Uh, didn't turn up the second game. Son's um, not the nicest captain. I mean, even when they're on the on the counter, I think it's Mora. You're just hoping he passes it to Son, and mm. he did, and he scored. And yeah, the only thing about Son though is, you know, you've got you've got um, you know, you've got the extra point for the the uh, the goal. You've got the clean sheet point if they keep one, which they are keeping a lot more uh, in recent times under Mourinho. And um, depending depending on the opposition. It can be a lot of Kane being the creator and Son getting more big chances. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it just all depends on who they're playing. Today's game, yeah, 100%. I would have said this was a Kane game because Big Sam, you know, would have, you know, for majority of the game, you know, set up and part of the bus. And, and that normally is a game where Kane normally manages to squeeze his way through, whereas Son's not great he's normally better you know as we know on the break so yeah it'll be interesting to see what fixtures they get for the double and what form they're in and if if they're the go-to i'm 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 sure there'll be some uh competition for some from some other some other players and uh if, if you know we get some other good doubles for teams you know i'm sure city will be an interesting one to look at as always yeah. I love that it was your turn, Rich, for us to talk about your team, and we've only talked about Kane, someone you don't have. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't even have my moment now. Well, we move, we move on. I'm just going to say I've got 77 points. I've still got Reese James to play. He always seems to play when we're recording, and I've got Bamford as well. But my rank's awful, um, just because just I, <laughs> I can't have nice things. So if you want to join the FPL Surgery Patreon, please Google FPL Surgery Patreon. Wear an FPL surgery mask and shout at people in the MS, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash FPL surgery. Andy Portlock, Ron Frosk, and of course Ross from FPL Merch. They're pledging at the highest tier, so they get an extra special mention each week. And we don't have our statistics today from Alan. So, I mean, Alan's been a hero recently because we have, it seems to be recording every other day. Um, but th- th- thanks, Alan, for you know sending them across the last couple of, last couple of, um, last couple of episodes. And let's get straight onto the headlines. So headline one, they're very original headlines today. So headline one is, of course, (laughs) Double Game Week 24. So we've got a question on Slack, first of all, from Jay Roz. If you're going to wildcard 25, would you rather bring in another Burnley defender for their doubling Game Week 24 or another United attacker for their game versus West Brom? On Twitter, FPL, FPL. It's an original name. Who are the must-haves for Double Game Week 24? And CG says, pick the six best Double Game Week players for 24. So, quite simply, we're talking about Game Week 24 here. So, Burnley have got a Double Game Week against Palace and Fulham. Fulham have a Double Game Week against Everton and Burnley. Everton have Fulham and Man City, both at home. And then City have Tottenham and Everton as well. Um, So, should we come to you first, Dave? Uh, Are there any players you've got your eye on? um for, for game week 24 yeah i would really like pope but i don't i'm not allowed to do goalkeeper transfers so that's difficult to get in <laughs> is that in your eight rules yeah in the eight rule rules was that was that one of mine <laughs> it's just it's, i think it's rule number six don't do stupid transfers and that includes goalkeepers so yeah unfortunately i don't think i can get so who've you get got pope the moment in. you've got martinez and leno could yeah. pope excluded from this because Pope's a bit of a anomaly isn't he where he's his bonus is just so much better than you know the defenders don't get bonus in that team whereas Pope does yeah 
I think the problem is is that it's two transfers for Pope, right? Pope in, then Pope out. Um, oh, because you, you don't have. Because I don't have my wild card, yeah. right? So every yeah. every yeah. transfer that I do that is for a specific game week only, I need to count that as two transfers. And what I've been doing this year is is every transfer is a minus four in my head, no matter what. Like you know, even if I'm not taking a hit, okay. um, and it just helps really, uh, you know, make sure that I'm really happy with the transfer. Uh, unless I'm drunk and I've done the transfer then, in which case I don't <laughs> care. Drunk day. But, yeah. <laughs> and it, it does take over sometimes, but yeah. um, by and large, yeah. So so Pope would be that would be a minus eight in my in my head for Pope, and I don't think he's gonna like maybe twelve points, maybe fifteen over the over the double. So it's not really worth it. But sounds, in, sounds if you have to me, <laughs> would you but be more likely to transfer. do it if you had a wild card? Yeah, definitely. If I had a wild card, I'd probably be loading up on. Um, all sorts of differentials. I'd probably double Burnley first of all because it means you get to beat everyone who only brought one in, um, and I would be tripling up in Leeds, and I might even get Southampton play. Like I would go all out because I know this I is just this is saying that. though that Burnley are going to do well, right? Yeah, and, well, and you know we all remember the Brighton double game week uh, <laughs> season before last, where we were like, yeah, we'll have Ryan, we'll have Duffy, we'll have Dunk, we'll have all, you know all the, all the Brighton games yesterday we'll, we'll, against Burnley. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll captain, we'll captain Duffy, we'll you know throw the throw everything in it. I think the, the difference is, is Burnley are obviously a lot more uh, reliable um, than than Brighton have yeah. been or will ever be i think uh, <laughs> just putting that out there future brighton still yeah. not as good as burnley <laughs> no full stop are, are yeah. burnley as good defensively as they were though because i guess that would be an, be another question i think it's quite a hard one to choose because i think a lot of people have benching headaches this week as it is i mean yeah. when the game update and i looked at my team and i'm like you know chelsea i mean not a lot of people have chelsea defenders but they're playing newcastle we've got West Ham defenders are popular. They've got Sheffield United. City defenders are popular, and they've got a double game week as well. Yeah, I think that's why everyone's pointing towards Pope because you know you can play him and it's it's no big deal. You're not taking another spot away from anyone else. Um, but I think for it, it comes down to your rank basically. If you're unhappy with your rank and you want to just get something in that might propel yourself up, then you know Burnley would definitely do that if they go nuts. If you bring in Tarkowski or something because you've got a wild card and you don't need to worry about money. And he gets a wee header and two clean sheets in two games like that. You're banging. That's 20 points. So mm. I think it's I think, worth it. I think the Burnley the, the Burnley um, decision is, is is a difficult one because of two things. Obviously, like let's take Pope on his own to start off with. First of all, he's he's, he's one of the most expensive goalkeepers in the game, mm. and a lot of people, me included, um, and both of you, have got Martinez. Um, who has been incredible and is still the best keeper in the game from a points perspective um, at the moment. And, you know, look at this this week. A lot of people have benched Martinez and got Pope in and Martinez scored nine and Pope scored two. And it was a bit of a surprise to me, but it just shows, you know, that he is an, he is an equally great option, Martinez, this season. Um, but what I was going to say is he is expensive. So I think it all really depends on your strategy. Um, yeah. If you're if you're uh, like you two, you both played your bench boost. You know, you you can go right. I'm going to get Pope. He's my he's now my my first choice keeper. Then there's myself who I've not played my bench boost. So I'm looking at game week 26 and going, you know, that's ideally when I like to bench boost. But then getting Pope is really going to impact, you know, my bench, the rest of my team. Whereas ideally, I look at 
you know, a bit of a cheaper keeper there, like an Ariola, a McCarthy. Um, the other thing about about Burnley as well is their their fixtures in the double game in 26, um, as things stand, and, and what's predicted um, on on by Ben Krellin is 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 Spurs away and Leicester at home. So they're not great. So if you're going to bring in the likes of Ben Mee, Tarkowski, Loughton, are you really going to want to bench boost with uh, a defender with Spurs away, Leicester at home, which screams to me, you know, no clean sheets. Um, and, and and they will get that double if either they beat Bournemouth, Burnley beat Bournemouth in the um, FA Cup or if Leeds beat Brighton. So it's pretty likely that, yes, they will double, but it's also pretty likely that, yes, they'll have a, a bad double. It gets so difficult because there's just so many different scenarios. Like every person listening is obviously going to have, you know, they might have a bench boost. They might not have a bench boost. They've got a certain amount of money in the bank. I mean, some people don't have money in the bank <clears> at all. And some people have like nine, 10 million. Um, <laughs> so sh- should we just do it like this? So should we go through like defenders maybe for Burnley? Um, I mean, Dave, do you have a preferred defender? Like, Do you have a favorite defender for Burnley? You know, if you have a spot and if it fits into your strategy, I don't do a lot of research in general, but because I was coming on here, I decided to have a little look and see <laughs> if there was any statistical analysis I could do that would differentiate between what Burnley defender I'd want to go through, and they're all rubbish. <laughs> like, they're really bad. I'm, I'm not saying collectively they can't defend. I just mean, you know, you know Peter's got an assist recently, but there was nothing in the, the, the statistic to say that that was going to happen. Um, I think of seasons past you could probably say that Tarkowski was uh, a better pick than the lot of them and that's based you know purely on his goals that he's scored and now his price to reflect that but again there hasn't been doing that that much this season and there's not really anything that would change my mind about that so 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 would you say that I mean ignore that you haven't got a a wild card etc yeah I mean would you say Pope's head and shoulders above the defenders then say say you're on a free hit which obviously people won't be um but I mean would you if you could have one Burnley player who would you go for would it be Pope or would it be one of the the rubbish defenders <laughs> yeah they, and they really are rubbish i can't i, I can't <laughs> emphasize that anymore um yeah i'd go for pope he gets save points that's it yeah that's it, it's, it automatically makes him um head and shoulders over everyone else yeah. i think the only thing i would say is that if i was free hitting and i really needed the money i probably wouldn't hesitate to drop pope to Loughton, and it means you know you're saving 1.1 million or something yeah i think um Loughton, he's nailed but he has little attacking threat oh he's um, so dull yeah. isn't he yeah and but so pete, do the rest of them <laughs> like, it's really yeah, difficult peters is the cheapest but then i think charlie taylor's not going to make the double game week but there's still like a small well, i chance. think i wouldn't be surprised if he played one of them yeah. and then he'll yeah. definitely be back for 26 people who own charlie taylor have tough choice there actually mm, i think so I yeah think so. i mean personally i like tarkowski i think me scored obviously he scored recently he did score once last season but that was his first goal for a long time i mean i think it was 2016 uh was the last time he scored before he scored at the end of last season why do you remember... prefer tarkowski okay so i use this um shots for defenders table and last year because obviously tarkowski and me have been injured for chunks of the season so tarkowski last last season was um top of this table i had for defenders shots on target about midway through the season um i know they're headers but 
I mean, I just really like Tarkowski, and I think a lot of people. He did go, all right. For, he did all right last season. Two did. goals, two goals, three assists, fourteen bonus points for Tarkowski yeah, he was, last season. He, he's he's a real attacking threat. I mean, that table I had, he was right near the top. He's still quite high this year, considering how many games he's missed. Yeah, he's probably um, due. But this yeah, season, and every, everyone seems to be going for me because he's 0.3 cheaper. So at my rank as well, I think Tarkowski could be mm. huge differential. I like yeah. him a lot. They're both they're both differentials, aren't they? And if you look at actually overall ownership, Ben Ben Mee's three point one percent and Tarkowski's two point four. People will it's be not, bringing them in now. It's not a great deal of difference. Um, and then Loughton's one point eight. I, I mean, I, I can't get excited about any of them. If I'm honest with you, I think yeah, it's that's, a, that's exactly where I am. I think like, it's as simple as if Pope works for your team, right? So for whatever reason, doesn't matter. If you're willing to move Martinez on to him, if you can afford Pope as a second keeper alongside Martinez, whatever, Pope's great. He's a great option for double game week 24. We can't deny that. And he will probably get 10 plus. Um, as for the defenders, I think it's purely down to budget. If you want, if you if you don't want to spend much money, get Loughton. If you're happy to spend the money, get me or Tarkowski. Flip a coin. Like it's one of those where you could get lucky and me scores. You get lucky and Tarkowski, Tarkowski scores. But I think it will be purely down to luck and not skill, really, on that one. Yeah, the the big thing really is the clean sheets. I mean, I could see a world where there's no clean sheets or where there's two clean sheets. And, (laughs) you know, Palace won't have Zaha. Fulham actually looked all right against West Ham yesterday. They looked great. I thought they looked brilliant. And you know what? I thought they looked a lot better when Mitrovic was on. And I think... Who didn't start, yeah. Yeah, but he gives those those, uh, attacking players that they've got around... Uh, him essentially like a focal point and like players like Anguisa, Lookman, Loftus-Cheek they're great but I think that quite a lot of them are quite they're quite similar in sort of the way they they play and even Cavalero as well when he plays whereas I think Mitrovic is great he offers them something a bit different and yeah I think I think they should I think they should start him and and they are struggling for goals a bit at the moment for them as well and he's probably a good answer to that. Yeah, let's let's move on from Burnley anyway. I think I think it a lot of it depends on 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 your. Do you not want to cover any of the Burnley attackers? I guess I'm guessing <laughs> the fact that he forgot about them. I, yeah. I think you want to mention McNeil, but go for it. Cover the attackers. <laughs> I, okay, I'll give you a very very quick roundup. So let's start with midfielders. I do think McNeil's an option. I really do. I think you know last season he was decent. He got seven assists. Well in a double game week as well, if that means anything. Hey, I think he did quite well in a. No, it wasn't a double game week. Ignore me. He did well on a bench boost for a few people. He did for um, uh, Andy. Let's talk FPL. I remember actually. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's uh, he got seven assists last season, and he was. Remember in the summer, I can't remember who, but someone was after him. Um, and there was rumours that he was going to leave Burnley. I think it was Leicester. Um, and this season, only a goal and two assists. But he, he he's great. Um, and I think he is definitely, from the midfielders, the, the best chance of points. Um, and I think that the strikers is a bit of an issue there at the moment. Chris was injured um, and he's probably the best option. Um, and then the others, there's a bit of rotation between Barnes and Rodriguez. And then Vidra's actually looked quite sharp recently when he's come off the bench. So they're all a bit of a no-go up front, really. So I think from a, if, if anyone was like, look, I'm, I'm, I need to, you know, Suchek, I need to get rid of him. I, I'm looking for a, 
you know, someone to bring in a similar price tag. I think I think McNeil's quite a decent option, really. I think we could have saved a couple of minutes there, Josh, but <laughs> no, it, it had to be covered. It had to be covered. I mean, I was looking at um, yeah, I'm not even going to say I was looking at earlier. Um, should, should we move on? I know to what the... you're going to say, Joe Enberg Goodmanson. <laughs> no, I wasn't actually. No, Westwood. No. Just go through them all. Don't we'll say Dale we'll Stevens, please. I think we're talking too much about <laughs> too much about Burnley now. Um, so should we move on? Who should we move on to? Let's go on to Everton. So basically, Calvert-Lewin. Josh, you've got Calvert-Lewin. I do. Dave, do you have Calvert-Lewin? I don't. I've got Kane. Okay. Oh, so even better. Although he doesn't have a double. Nah. Um, so, so I still start, think he's better. <laughs> do, you, do you want Calvert-Lewin? Um, I, I, One of the games is City. So Yeah, I feel like he's got, he might get a goal in his first game. Or sorry, he might get a goal and then two points versus City. But... I'm not really looking to make transfers that I don't have to make or that aren't, you know, for the end goal, which is game week 26. If I'm going to do a transfer in this week, it would be, you know, probably a defender. And in which case, I don't really feel like Digne is is a great pick. I mean, I think he's okay. He's okay. City is one of their two games. Yeah. It's just too much money. it's, It's basically a single game week plus maybe what a point. You know, mm. you'd be you'd be you'd be surprised one if Everton score and two if 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 you know you were lucky enough that Dina maybe got the assist or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think I think you, you hit the nail on the head, Rich. I think it really is Calvert Lewin or Calvert Lewin. I don't think there's really any other options to consider purely because one of the games is against City. Do you think it's a you hold obviously you hold an Everton asset if you have them, but you don't buy one maybe unless it's Seamus Coleman. Okay, let's yeah, move on. Yeah, he, uh, he will be going from my team this week. Have you got him? I thought it was a joke. You actually, you actually uh, own him. Yeah, yeah basically, he was on the FPL show with Seamus Coleman. Yeah, oh. I was. Yeah, um, but um, not not literally in there with Seamus Coleman, as in he was in my team. Um, yeah, basically, I, I wild carded game week two, and um, and I brought him in because he had an amazing he had an amazing game against Spurs game week one. And um, he now, did. It's fe- now it's February. Yeah, and he's just not left. I've not had the reason <laughs> to get rid of him, but yeah, he's um, he's going to go this week because um, Leeds. I've got double Leeds defence, Dallas and Ailing, and um, basically they've got Arsenal away, so I need a decent defender there, and I'm not really sure Coleman's going to start. We move on. Who's let's the next be- team? Let's move on. So the next team is Fulham. So I mean, if you don't rate Burnley, they've got Everton and Burnley both away. Are there mm-hmm. any players you're looking at, Dave? Yeah, I'm looking at Lookman. Personally, yeah. I think he's really the only person from Fulham that you can say is consistent one. enough. Yeah, I, I don't really think I'm like Ariola personally, just because of his name, or I just think I think if you're <laughs> if you're working towards um, bench boost 26, which depending on the FA Cup results and what happens with the permutations in the and the, the rescheduled fixtures for 26, I he may be my ideal bench keeper. Uh, yeah, I think I think he would be perfect for that because he's and cheap. If that, yeah, and if that's the case, why not bring him in this week right, yeah. and get two doubles out of him rather than one? Future planning. I like where you're going, Josh. Yeah. See, um, yeah, no, I think he's I think he's a good option. Wouldn't touch any of their defenders. And then, yeah, I agree with you. It's probably just Lookman out of the attackers. And by the way, the fact that we spent so much time on McNeil when Lookman is there for five million or whatever he is, is ludicrous. <laughs> like, but, you're but never going to pick him over it. Burnley got better fixtures. I bet he's, they've not got a better attack. 
by like a million. <laughs> it, it's tough though with someone like Lookman because there's so many strong midfielders. Because obviously people have people have Bruno and Salah, for example. Yeah. Um, then we've got to get the City players in as well. But do you know uh, what? Um, the Suchet replacements this week. It couldn't be a better time. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 uh, even though they, that, even though they appeared, even though, but then they've appealed the suspension and they got Sheffield United. So. I don't own Suchek, but I don't know if I'd want to sell him. Dave, this is why uh, this is why I got rid of Suchek because I don't know when I'm going to bench him or not. And if I'm not going to play a player who's who's doing well, I'm getting rid of him. It's just too much of a headache. Dave, yeah, this Fulham attack that you uh, say is a lot better than Burnley's. They've scored okay, three, three yeah. goals in six <laughs> games. And you were going to hit me back with stats. Um, I think the problem that I have is like watching Burnley attack. Maybe it's just making it a lot worse in my head but yeah look uh lookman might not do as well as we hope in the double but at least he's got two cracks at it i think someone like lookman i guess when you're watching the game he looks a lot more fun than someone yeah. someone like mcneil actually mcneil actually he's quite a fun player but, you know, <laughs> just, i think it's all like about Ashley profile Barnes, for example i think it's or, all about profile you don't like the sort of you know sort of english lad from uh you know in a burnley team dwight mcneil it feels a bit unfashionable whereas like adam yeah, adamola lookman had a bit of a loan spell in germany with leipzig you know he's mm. quick he's good on the ball that, that's, that's what it's all about yeah. you're falling for it Whereas no, really, I didn't know I had any xenophobia is... in me, but I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Maybe it is the Scottish in me that doesn't like McNeil. I'll need to take a good hard long look at myself now. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Let's, let's summarise it as this. They're both very average picks. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to the, the one we're probably all tripled up on anyway. So I don't know how much discussion it needs because it, obviously it's Manchester City. They've got Tottenham at home. Then they've got Everton away. I mean, Dave, should we start with you? Do you have you have three City at the moment? Which three do you have? Are you looking to change I it? Uh, I have the two centre backs and I have Gundogan, and I'm not looking to change it. I'm looking to be nice and safe, and I think and those boring. guys are boring, and boring, they, yeah. boring, safe, yeah, lovely, that's really dull. Yeah, and I love it. It <laughs> yeah, turns me on whenever doing, I look at my it's team. Doing, it's, no, it's doing you well. It is doing you well. You know, it did. In, it did in double game week nineteen. Yeah, I, I, I listened to you guys talk about Stones with a massive smile on my face. <laughs> that he week got, he got a goal disallowed today, which would have been a Foden assist. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I, I think the, the thing for me is that with all the doubles that they're going to have, and they're not just going to have one um, or two, they're going to have multiple. They've got so many games still to play. I think my problem is is that I don't want to have a situation where one of my City players doesn't play in the double. And also what comes to mind is Laporte when he was last season scoring ridiculous points every double. I think he scored a header in both of the doubles that they had last season and two clean sheets. So I just think that they're so useful to have on your pitch that it's not worth the risk for the attacking returns. However, I think long-term I'd probably rather have Cancelo, but with congested fixtures... I want the two centre backs, and that's what I did, and it's they, been working out. They well. are, t- they are tougher think, fixtures though, because they've just obviously come off of they had what was it Villa? No, sorry, they had Palace, Villa, West Brom, Sheffield United, Burnley. Now they're going to be playing you know Spurs and Everton, so Kane and Calvert Lewin, for example. Is it that simple? I mean, they could be two two pointers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and if my uh, <laughs> if my mum was a I don't know what is it. If he was a wheel, she'd be a bike or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say other than 
Like, <laughs> I'd rather have Cancelo, but if he doesn't play both games, I'd rather have the centre-backs. And I'm not going to not play them in a double, right? So it doesn't matter Stones, if they're no, good Stones games or get, bad games. Stones did get benched a few games ago, though, against uh, Sheffield United at home. So yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say... I would say he's probably more nailed than Cancelo, but not a great deal. I think he just needed a rest. Like, they all need a rest at least at, at one point. And if a centre-back gets a rest in rest. one week, I think you're good for another 10. I think there'll be rest for all of them, excluding Diaz. I think there will be. Laporte wasn't, obviously, he wasn't fit, was he? So that's why there wasn't rotation for so long. Because I remember when Mikel was on, he was saying that, you know, people with Man City defenders have been quite lucky that all their defenders are injured. Like, for example, Ake. But I guess it's not not worth worrying about it. Like Dave says, you're not going to bench them. No, you just got to roll with the you just got to roll with the punches and, you know, just be happy that you've got three City. As long as you're happy with the three you've got, just roll with it. And, if you um, don't have three city, get get three city. What yeah. ones would you get? So say you had the boring Diaz and Gundogan, you had one more spot. Would you? Would you? I mean, I know you're going to promote the little guy who scored a belter today, so I'm not going to ask you, Rich. But Josh, what? Josh, who would you pick if you only had the well, two boring players? I've got Cancelo, Diaz, and Gundogan, and I personally think that that's the best three to have. I still yeah. do. Do we all think that, that we've got the best three? Because I think I've got the the best three. Yeah, but the problem with yours is is that if Cancelo doesn't turn up you've got no clean sheet coverage but the games aren't that good as it it doesn't actually worry that that much i mean i've got Cancelo, foden and gundogan i basically got three attackers but they yeah. they haven't conceded in ages apart from salah today like the last but time they, they conceded they had, was at own goal I that's mean, how good they've been statistically yeah they, they look incredible but they have had easy games and i mean i said it a few weeks ago that the clean sheets are so fragile you know they can go so easily um <laughs> I mean, look at that Lookman goal against Man United, for example. Oh, you know, no. so early on, like Wambasaka let him let him be onside. I mean, that's how quickly a clean sheet can go. And I just feel with Cancelo, Foden, and Gundogan, if the clean sheet goes, I mean, all of them, those guys could all score a brace. Like what, genuinely. What my concern is with that. Uh, obviously, Stones did. I would be surprised so. <laughs> yeah. that came that came up where both Cancelo and Foden get rested. I I'm because before before that City game, I'm going to sound biased now, but. I said I was going to captain Foden this week if he if he's benched against Swansea because I feel he was rested against was it Sheffield United so he could play the big game against Liverpool. I think Foden, while De Bruyne are out, is as nailed as anyone. He's as nailed as Gundogan. Uh, you know, I think he's so important to that team with De Bruyne out, and he looked incredible today. I mean, I genuinely, I mean, I wouldn't move Gundogan to Foden for example, but oh, I don't know. I think Foden might be. Him One of the reasons why everyone went for Gundogan was because he had penalties, right? No, but he see, might now not. he might not. So I don't know if Gundogan yeah, would but be still, better he's, he's still He's still on set pieces. His positioning as well. Like, it's just ridiculous. I guess if like, we use your rule, Dave, of minus four to do a transfer, you wouldn't do a minus four to Gundogan to Foden. Like, I think they're, I think they're both great. I just think they're both wild great. Let's be honest. If we could have, if we could have unlimited of any team. You'd, you'd have five or six City probably. Yeah. You know, especially with doubles. But you know, it's. Um, I think it's it, most people in their case will just stick with whatever they've got. I don't think, um, you know, anyone's right. really going to move. Let's go headline two then. So we've spent way too long on that, but that is the upcoming game week, so it is quite important. But I think most people will stick. Um, so we'll move on. So double game week 25 is our second headline. FPL Rodney's asked best Leeds or Southampton players to have for their double. 
And yeah, so the, the double game week for game week 25 is basically Leeds and Southampton have got an extra fixture. So Leeds have got Wolves and Southampton and then Southampton have got Chelsea and Leeds. Um, so Dave, if we start with you, what's your, what's your thoughts on this one? Well, before the 9-0, I didn't want any Southampton players. And then they lost 9-0. <laughs> And now I really don't want them. To, to be fair, last time they <laughs> so lost 9-0. you can say nil. something else then. <laughs> no, I really, really love the fact that there was I a player just, there. I want to triple up. <laughs> yeah, minus sevens <laughs> do it for me. Um, I think the problem was that last season, after their absolute spanking, um, they went on the best run of their life, right? But this time it was different. It wasn't because of poor form. It was it was a combination of that and like just an injury crisis that, I, that really crept up on me. I didn't really know anything about it. I guess because I wasn't following Southampton so much. But yeah, I was not expecting that. I don't think anyone was. The point I'm making is that it's not the same as last time. This time it's genuine injuries and just poor form. And I don't really like the fact that I'm choosing between Southampton and Leeds when Leeds are clearly a much better drilled, much better attacking um, team. So if you're picking between, I don't know, Rafina and uh, Stuart Armstrong or something, like you're above, it's a no brainer. No brainer. Yeah, the good thing with Leeds is you know what that starting 11 is going to be. Leeds fans have been saying yeah. it for a while, and it's true. They don't rotate, so they're the perfect double game week team. Mm, yeah, I agree. The thing is, um, is is with with Southampton is I'm not sure what's more concerning, losing uh losing nine nil when they were down to or they nine men in the end against mm-hmm. United or conceding yeah. three against Newcastle. <laughs> I mean, it's you know it's as bad as bad as each other, isn't it? Really. Yeah. And um, what will be interesting is to see if McCarthy keeps his spot, because if McCarthy doesn't and Forster comes in as a four point naught keeper, I'm in dreamland when it comes to bench boost. That'd be really rubbish if you lose nine nil because your defenders were rubbish and your uh, your midfielder got sent off in the two minutes into the game and then you get dropped as the keeper. <laughs> like that. I just go. It happened to Angus Gunn, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, what he did last season, and 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 he could do the same. I don't know whether he will because I think McCarthy's been very good for them this season, but yeah. it's not. You know, it's you know, it could happen for sure. Yeah, I mean, Fraser Forster, obviously, he's, he was a highly rated keeper a few years ago. So it's, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, it's definitely one to see, you know, what happens in, in game week 24 uh, with the Southampton team against Wolves before you start making decisions like that. So I think we're all in agreement that Leeds are the best options. I mean, obviously, I think everyone's going to want to have Bamford. Rafinha is in incredible form and I regret removing him from Mane you know, a couple of weeks ago. And also a shout out to Harrison as well. Dallas, I suppose, because Dallas yeah. has been playing in midfield, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been, he's he's like their Cancelo. It's hard yes. to look anywhere He's John else. Lundstrom, he's John Lundstrom. He's Sorry, their Cancelo, Lundstrom. but he could get minus points. I think that's worth saying as well, isn't it? He's like well, a... His, yeah, his points range is Wolves and Southampton. You never, his points range is basically minus two up a, up till about 20, maybe. You I know? think Wolves <laughs> is a really good game for defenders wolves only scored two against arsenal because they went down to nine men wolves didn't score today and wolves haven't been scoring since jimenez died and even even before that <laughs> jimenez wasn't really doing much this season anyway because they lost docker in jota so my problem with wolves is that we look at it and it's a three on the actual fixture thing but it's really a one it's a one so Leeds should keep a clean sheet against wolves and then, you know, you might get a couple extra points if Dallas Dallas performs well and gets his, his cheeky goal he gets every so often. So, yeah, I I, I don't think Wolves is a bad fixture Through at all. Through a defender, Wolves is definitely the better fixture out of the two. Um, yeah. Leeds seem to 
do better clean sheet wise against teams that don't dominate possession. What will you be doing, Josh? Because obviously you've got Eilig and Dallas and Bamford. So are you just going to play all three in that game week? Well, because you obviously probably might might want Rafino as well. Oh, I don't know if I'll mess around with taking one out. And the thing is, is as well to 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 bring in Rafinha, I've got to get rid of either Salah, Fernandez, Son, Grealish, or Gundogan. Not going to do it because I don't. Why would I want to sell any of those midfielders? And the same with you. You've got Salah, Fernandez, Son, Foden, Gundogan, right? Yeah. Why are you going to want to sell any of them? Rafinha. Yeah, it's a bit gutting because I had Rafinha when he was like, <laughs> thanks to FPL Tactician, I had him when he was like 0.1% owned. And Salchek every week was outscoring Rafinha, even though Rafinha was looking, you know, incredible. So I, I don't know. I'm going to get real like fear of missing out when that double game week but comes I think, around. If I'm honest with you, with your midfield and the fact that City have got loads of double game weeks coming up and also your other three midfielders are Salah, Fernandez and Son. I think it's over management to, so, to, so then to, it becomes, to remove one of them to Rafinha. It, it's, it's over management. Then it becomes, would I rather have a Burnley defender or Dallas? And I think I'd prefer Dallas, even though I've got to be patient and wait a week. Why can't you have a Burnley defender for, and then move it to Dallas. And then for I mean, it's, it's, it's again, it's it's using up transfers and defenders, yeah, but it, yeah. they're two doubles. I mean, I, keep I like a good defender people. transfer. It's always I exciting. Keep of your rules, though, Dave, with the minus fours, but I guess I do have two for two free transfers as well. Mm. I mean, yes. Dallas is great. Ailing as well. Ailing has been one of the underperformers in terms of, you know, what he should have done. Really, he's just been uh, playing centre back for far too long. They've had so many injuries in but that he's been position right back for the last. Three games, maybe now. Yeah, and and uh, you know he's due. He's gonna he's gonna get some attacking returns. From watching Leeds in a limited capacity last year, Ailing looked really good. I mean, he's got a couple yeah. of brilliant brilliant goals. He's great. Um, he's a great player. Yeah. He's a great right back. Don't he's a much, forget- much Sorry, better right back than centre back. Much better. But I, I actually think their their weakness, if I'm honest with you, and I'd, I'd be interested to hear what some of the Leeds fans on Twitter think. I actually think their weakness is their captain, Cooper. I think he's he seems to be the one that, I don't know, he just seems quite sort of slow and lethargic in terms of, you know, in terms of, and prone to errors. Yeah, a lot of Leeds players seem to think they've got a lot of League One players, um, but Bielsa's coaching so good. I mean, I mean maybe that's unfair, <laughs> and maybe I've been speaking to the Leeds you are, fans. Guys, but... you are on rocky ground. I, I, I said Leeds was an easy fixture for Salah once, and I had so many DMs like you guys. Was that, was that game just... week one? Yeah, don't, don't yeah, I didn't even know Salah, and he scored, oh a, scored, a, scored a hat-trick, didn't he? Cheers. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> captain choice by me. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but I, I, I felt good. But at the same time, you don't want to annoy the Leeds. You, you guys have just offended them twice in a row. <laughs> and there's a lot of Leeds fans out there. But, I'm a big yeah. Leeds. I'm a big Leeds FPL fan. I mean, I've had the triple up pretty much all season. <laughs> Here it comes, minus, Leeds fans. The, 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 minus, the apology. Josh has had minus <laughs> ones off the bench because of having Leeds players on the bench. Mm. No, I haven't. You have. You had Eiling, didn't you? And he got minus one. I've had minus one in my team. Oh, he didn't yeah. come on. Okay. No, I don't think so. But I, yeah, I mean, oh, so you started him. I've had yeah, tw- two two weeks in a row. I think that's it was. Even, that's even worse. It was <laughs> against um, I think it was against um Leicester. That was it. It was Leicester and um Palace. No, it wasn't minus one actually. That's a lie. Um, it was uh, they got zero. So uh, Ireland got zero against Leicester and Palace, and Dallas got six and zero because he scored. But it was it was the weeks in which um 
Phillips wasn't playing, and that kind of oh, yeah. had more of an effect than, very than I thought. But anyway, they, they've actually been honestly, they've actually been in Dallas particularly. He's been decent for me, and um, alongside two premium defenders at all times, I've had you know whether it's been Chilwell and James, and now obviously Diaz and Cancelo, that it's been fine. Um, I think there's loads of options for Leeds, by the way. Um, if, Let- if you know, come. Let's. I was just going to say, let's wrap it up with Leeds. Let's. Let's. Because I've got one more question about Southampton. I think we should move on to the last headline. Would you rather have Calvert Lewin or Ings? We'll start with you, Dave. Uh, I'd rather have Calvert Lewin. I think Ings has been very defensive in the last couple of games, out of necessity. <laughs> um, I, th- I think he was quite unlucky uh, in the game yesterday, but I did only. I, I only watched the highlights. To be fair. Um, but yeah. Um, what no. about you, Josh? I would say it all depends on who gets either a double in 26 or and 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 then also who gets the best double in 26 really because yeah. you you could arguably say that Ings's double is better than Calvert Lewin's double purely because Calvert Lewin's got City as one of those two fixtures. So for me, the deciding factor would be who gets the better ga- uh, double game week in 26. Do you yeah, guys not worry about percentage owned then? Because with DCL, if you're going against Ings, you're not only going against DCL's points, but you're going against the majority of uh, other players that are active in the game. I I mm. almost do the opposite. I almost <laughs> I seem to. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> my rank shows that. But it yeah, depends I'm... what the um, decision is. If I'm honest with you, Dave, like there's certain things where going against you know that player or or, or a certain team's defence can cannot be a good idea. Um, but when it comes down to just, you know, two strikers, I would never just pick the one who's higher owned. I would always pick the one that I genuinely feel will score more points in that period. Then if I'm wrong, I've only got myself to blame. I agree with Josh, but if, if I couldn't split them and they were 50, 50, I'd see, maybe that's the difference between me and Josh. I'd go for the lower owned one. I just, I'd help, pick help it from yourself. a football perspective. If, but if, it like... a, if it was a true, <laughs> yeah, you'd use your smarts. Well, it was a true 50, 50. Yeah, and you get players like that where you where you can't split them. I think you know we're all experienced FPL players, right? And Thanks, man. I needed that today. <laughs> we need to look at the game as like if you know if you've been playing the game for whatever five, ten, fifteen seasons, whatever, and go right, who's going to score more, Ings or DCL, with these fixtures ahead of them? Like you can pick A or B, right? And that's you shouldn't have any other anything else that comes into your head, in my opinion. And that should definitely not be ownership. You shouldn't look at the one that, oh, I'll go for the one that's I think you're simplifying it too much there. I think sometimes it's right. very hard to split them. Because I like, actually like, think the opposite. I think that I think that, that why do you need to make it any more complex than I think Ings will score more points than DCL? Or I okay, think DCL who scores score more out of Salah and Bruno over the next 10 game weeks? Well, that's a long period of time. And also... All right, the next five game weeks. <laughs> We're not even talking about Salah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just using an example. I'm just like, about decisions, really, isn't it? Like and honestly, though, okay. Let's if, if if but if you looked at if you, so really all we're, we're going to look at is 24, 25, 26 for the for the two for Ings and DCL, for example. All you need to do is look at those fixtures, three game weeks, a very short window, and go right. Who's going to score more points? I'm going to go for him. And obviously, there is a little bit of budget to consider because Ings is a little bit more expensive than DCL. But if if your budget is is great because you did the KDB to Gundogan a few weeks ago, then yeah, just go for the one that's going to well, score more points. Well, fixture wise, over the next three, Southampton come out on top 
just over Everton. But again, it's it's very close. It's but... all about the double. It's all about 26, though. All about 26, really. I mean, Southampton, one of Southampton's fixtures in 26 could be Man City. So then, you know, it's uh, it sort of evens yeah. things out a little bit. I guess it's, it's one for next week anyway, isn't it? So we'll move on to headline three, chip strategy for the upcoming double game weeks. We've got a question on Twitter from Jamie Dodd. Some people are talking about wildcarding game week 30. Why? Are we expecting more doubles and blanks after that? I've played my free hit, but I'm now considering wildcarding in 24, triple captain in 25 and bench boost in 26. What do you guys think? And then we've got a question from Mark asking how to transition from double game week 26 bench boost to a blank in 29 please can you help because i haven't got a scoobies so i guess it's worth saying you know we're recording this on it's sunday and obviously there's fa cup this week and a lot's going to change before the deadline so i guess the most important thing for now is just don't do any transfers um, until right before the deadline but if we come to you dave i mean you've already used your wild card um so are you just thinking mainly about when to use triple captain is that your strategy decision at the moment yeah, basically. The the reason why I don't have my wild card, um, I've already mentioned. Um, but the main reason why I actually used it was because when I was looking over Ben Crellin's Excel sheet, I just couldn't see a good time to wild card. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And also on top of that, if 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 all the favourites won in in their cup games, then it was going to be really easy for me to like. I don't think it's going to be a struggle for anyone right now with the main players that we have to get a team full of doubles without wildcarding, even if you've got it right. In in twenty six. In twenty six, yeah. yeah. So so for me, it, it was a case of well, wildcarding is a lot easier, or or it would be a lot more useful now. But then when I'm having a look at it all the best players and things that I would want for, for game weeks, I don't know, 30 and beyond it, it. There's a lot of transfers to be had, especially with the blank. So I don't actually know what I would do if I had a wild card right now, because it'd be really difficult to navigate either um, the blank or beyond the blank. But I certainly know that if I had my bench boost, I would definitely wild card for the, for game week 26. And that's the difference. I think it makes all the difference if you've still got your, your bench boost or not, because then you can maximize your potential for the double whereas if you have your wild card but you don't have your bench push then you can still save that wild card and and get a pretty decent team and i know we always say that oh you could you know you don't have to use your wild card you get a decent team i mean like an actual belter of a team that you can get 11 players with a good first bench without any uh, wild card whatsoever so i think if you've got a, a, a bench boost then then do it but if not then you can absolutely navigate no problem yeah, that's why I was happy to just get rid of my bench boost because now I'm not in such a, like you mentioned, actually, game week 26. It's going to be very easy to have 11 double game week players in that yeah. week. And I mean, I guess that's part of why I'm not sure if I need to get Pope in because Martinez is probably going to have a double in 26, obviously, depending on the FA Cup fixtures. So I'm not really in a de- I think my strategy is going to be try and hold the wild card as long as possible and just, you know, I'm on two free transfers. I'm just going to try and work my way through it um i mean there's ben credin spreadsheets i think it's really important to see because obviously we mentioned that everton have got doubles but i mean everton could have quite a few doubles coming up yeah um southampton have got a few as well whereas leeds they have the double in 25 but then it doesn't look looking at the spreadsheet like they have a double again so while we've been really big on you know bringing leeds players in if you don't wildcard after that it's going to get a bit awkward actually so there may be if you're not going to wildcard early, Southampton players get the advantage over over Leeds. I mean, what do you reckon, Josh? 
I think um, Dave hit the nail on the head when he said that a lot of the sort of big uh, players are going to have a double 26 anyway. And um, that I think that, that that is a reason not to wildcard personally, because let's say, you know, the template right now is pretty strong. Strongest it's probably been all season, I would say. And for that reason, and that most of these players, you know, Salah, Bruno, Grealish, the City boys, etc., are going to have doubles, then it kind of feels like, well, you, if your eleven's going to pretty much say, stay the same, is it really worth using a wild card just to get a good bench to bench boost? I'm not sure it is. I would rather personally. So what, what my current plan is, is so I've got the bench boost 26 um, that, that I can use. Um, I obviously still got my wild card. So um, my, my plan is really is to, is just to play each week as it goes. If I get to 26 and I'm like, okay, that bench is good enough. I'll activate the bench boost. Great. If not, it's not a big deal. And I'll wild card uh, game week 30 after um i've basically you know uh, worked my team into blank game week 29 and then i'll bench boost at some point later in the season um and i think it, it that for me is a better way of doing things than bench um, wild carding for a slightly better bench in game week 26 and then your team you know you could be in a right pickle for game week 29 in the blank game week that week I was going to just say that. Have you guys both used your free hits? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I had like three players playing. <laughs> so that, what, that's what, a game changer. What are you actually going to be doing then? Like, yeah, I can't a see a, a game week 29 that goes well for you. How, 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 I know you just said, Josh, that you're going to work yourself into the game week 29 and then wildcard out of it, which is a fair assessment. But how do you actually do that? Because I've heard so many people say, I'll just dead end my team and then wildcard. But how do you do that and have a good game week 26? You don't play the bench boost. Right, fair play. So you're in, just going to save the transfers. Yeah, I mean, right right now. So right now we've got one confirmed fixture for 29, uh, which is Leeds-Fulham. Uh, yeah, sorry, Fulham-Leeds. So Fulham are at home. And um, I've already got triple Leeds. So I've got Dallas, Ailing, Bamford. I'm already in for three. Then if, for example, um, it, it just depends. It's so Everything's so up in the air, isn't it? You know, if, if, if Fulham get a double in 26... And I do go for Ariola this week coming as my second keeper. I get to bench boost in 26 with Ariola on my bench. And I've equally got another player for 29. So it works well. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's all very up in the air. I just feel that really um, it, to get to 29 and essentially with being able to make your team an absolute mess, basically, and then wild carding out of it game week 30, in my opinion, is a better way of doing things than wild carding 25 for a fractionally better bench boost in 26 when, you know, you could bench boost with whatever you've got 26 or you could just hold off and wait until after the second wild card. There is going to be more double game weeks. We've got the one um, from the Carabao Cup final there might be some more postponements because of covid or or whatever so you know there will be other opportunities to have double game weeks we're going now i'm looking forward to this actually um so we go to the piss break um i believe we're debuting a new advert so we go to the ice man's piss and you might hear a familiar voice in this 
All right, mate. Oh, hey. Having a good night? Uh, yeah, fine, thank you. I'm just watching the game. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Do you like mugs? Um, what, like receptacles? Ah, yeah, like coffee mugs. Yeah, mugs. Do you like them? Uh, I suppose. Well, mate, if you play FPL, there's this guy right on Twitter called FPL Merch who makes mugs exclusively for those belter managers who finish in the top 100,000, right? I'm talking 10k, 50k, 100k, and I'm drinking out of one right now that I've got from last season because I did so well. And I don't drink out of anything else. Are you interested, my friend? Um, no, I'm alright, thanks, mate. But if you get a top 100k finish, then why not celebrate with an FPL merch top 100k muck? Mate, no offence, but you've been the weird guy in the pub toilet. Only £10, our brilliant mug, to mark your brilliant season. Seriously, don't worry about it. Thank you, but I've got to go back to the second half. Ah, <sighs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Welcome back, listeners, and we'll go straight on to our questions. So we've got a few questions on, on Twitter this week. So our first one's from Helen, who asks, money in the bank, best two-check replacement for short term, so 24-25. She's asking Rashford, great fixtures, Son, hoping to get eventually eventually get Son in that spot if Spurs improve when Kane's back. Kane's back now. Really need something to improve mini league place, all with similar teams. So two-check replacements, sounds like she's got, a lot of money in the bank. Who would you go for, Dave? Um, in short term, I'd probably go for Rafina because you're getting him in against Arsenal, which is not as bad as you'd think. And then you get him for a double. So I like that as a suit check. It's very similar price point. So you can use your money elsewhere if you want Kane or whoever. Yeah, nice. Nice. I like that. And what about you, Josh? Yeah, I think it's got to be Rafinha unless she's not already got Triple City. That's obviously a definite to go to uh, Gundogan or your man Foden. Of course, yeah, of course. Um, I do quite like the Rashford shout as well. Um, I mean, obviously, they got West Brom away next. They don't have a double. But, yeah, it's West Brom away than Newcastle. So, I think, yeah, it's probably more sensible to go for Rafinha because you get the three fixtures. But, I mean, if you want to spend a bit more money, maybe you don't want to look at Kane. I wouldn't mind the Rashford shout. But we've got a question from FPL Sis. Who is the best second? Who is the best second United asset for West Brom to overcome Bruno's 200% expected ownership? So Cavani, a minute's doubt. Rashford's hot and cold. Martial scoring, but from the bench, is sure the one. So it sounds like, Dave, you're a bit of an expert on Man United at the moment. So if you've got Bruno and no one else, who, who would you go for? She hasn't even mentioned the best option. Who's that? Mick Tominy. Oh, God. I thought you were taking this seriously now. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Well, to be fair, he scored so much. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like Wambasaka. I like Wambasaka. Yeah, definitely. Is McTominay just because the Scottish connection? Nah, well, I, I, Scottish people are usually rubbish in the Premier League. <laughs> like, I'm not bringing Snodgrass in anytime soon. Apart from Andy Robertson. Oh, there you go. Hi, right. Tierney's, Tierney's no bad himself. Um, yeah. I, I like 
Wambasaka simply because he's been getting into the box and scoring positions a lot more recently. He's obviously been told to look out for Shaw's crosses. And although Shaw is crossing a lot more, like Wambasaka's had two assists in, in two game weeks and a goal. Um, so I, I, I kind of prefer him a little bit. Yeah, he's working his way back in as a bit of a FPL legend, um, like he was in his Palace days. Well, um, what do you think, Josh? I prefer Shaw, personally. Um, <laughs> I just think his stats are brilliant. He's he's on some set pieces. He's cheaper. Obviously, he's not quite as nailed as one. No. But I think Solskjaer's realised how important he is to him. So um, those midfield spots are very, very... Uh, important at the moment mm-hmm. so I'm not sure that Rashford I think he, you know he's looked all right in recent weeks he's not he's not converting his chances but he's, he's getting in he's getting in the right places um, but yeah in terms of I, if I was going to double up on United I, I'd go to Shaw personally yeah and I don't think Bruno will be near 200% because no, obviously it's, it's a double game week isn't it exactly. so I think it'll be it'll be about 100 I reckon I think he'll be up there in terms of captaincy. It'll be yeah. him and the City boys, really. It'll be dead teams or people that forget to do their transfers that push it up a bit because surely people are tempted to go for the double game week player, um, despite you know what a great fixture it is. I mean, I think personally, if I wanted to have two United, I'd just go for Rashford. I'd go for both. I'd go for both of them. I do uh, like Cavani. I like Cavani because he's similar price yeah. point to to Kane, who I'm sure a lot of people are going to want in for the double. She did say um, that it was to overcome his 200% EO, and it, although it won't be that, Cavani's not going to be owned by anyone because of the Martial thing. And if it is a short-term punt that she's looking for, um, then yeah, like if it's he doesn't like a, work like out. A place- you can, a stepping stone yeah 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 but then you have to start looking at ings and dcl so it's these double game weeks do push you in certain directions so i do like that sis is thinking of you know other teams because obviously that west brom fixture normally everyone would want to triple up if they could um in that game yeah. if it wasn't a double game week but we've also got a question uh from a fellow reading man dan jackknife Guys, can you add referee preview? Sod the Watts players are good or bad. If Mike Dean refs the game, he can get a red carnage. Uh, so I guess we could actually possibly look at that. Um, you know, I don't know what we can learn from it, though. Like, we're not going to bench players like Suchek or Antonio because Mike Dean's the ref. But, yeah, we'll we look at that, Dan. We'll look at that. Um, so we've got some feedback from this guy called Josh Paxman this week. Um, huge shout out to Colm, uh, who was this week's guest on the FPL Surgery pod for spotting last night's double game week announcement midway through recording. You, my friend, saved the podcast. Well done, Rich, on owning Foden. What a pick. I was wrong. So, yeah, <laughs> Colm, honestly, um, if Colm hadn't spotted that, we would have recorded a whole episode not knowing there were double game weeks. We were literally... Like 10 minutes before the piss break, he noticed it. So, what thanks. a legend he was. Yeah, and thank, thanks for your feedback, Josh. And thanks for adding that little bit on at the end about Foden, which was absolute <laughs> rubbish. So, uh... weird to thank yourself there. It's a weird thing to do. Well, Josh just said thanks for adding that bit at the end to himself. Yeah, that's true. He obviously yeah, just I... said it. I don't know. Josh I must... That was a thing. It was just Rich just <laughs> gloating again, gloating about Foden. <laughs> we move on to our part of the chat. So Mikkel Tokram's algorithm. You can go to patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm um, to see that. Now, he hasn't 
obviously because we've got such a short turnaround we're still in the middle of a game week we don't have his um statistics for james's team this week but i just wanted to mention i mean mikhail's algorithm for captains has been absolutely smashing it recently he had some captain this week he had salah as the best captain for the brace so go to patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm we are also partnered with Fantasy Football Hub and have been given the exclusive sign-up offer code. So go to fantasyfootballhub.co.uk. You can get 15% off for all your stats and data. So just capital letters, surgery15, fantasyfootballhub.co.uk. We're also partnered with FPL Doodles at FPL Doodles one on Twitter. He does the pod release tweet every week. And I think you've seen yours already, Dave. Did you like it? <laughs> I did. I really liked it. I don't know why my mouth is so wide open. But it's nice. <laughs> Maybe you were just shocked that Kane started. I know, that's what it was. <laughs> it's pure shock. But we move on now to our captains. So that's our transfers and captains. So obviously the game week's not even done. But we give we give it a shot. And also we've got the FA Cup games midweek. But Dave, what are you looking at for your transfers and your captain as well? Um captain I'm not too sure. It probably will depend on transfers. Um I think it's gonna be hard for me not to captain Gundogan but I'll need to see what happens um in regards to transfers Chilwell needs to go man I brought him in three game weeks ago and he's played 61 minutes for me and he's gotten me two points in total so I'm gonna have to get rid of him he was a bit of a bad punt um and I also got Leno who's sitting there on my bench every week um and it's not very far to Pope from him so if I use my two free transfers which I've got just now I could actually double up on Burnley I'm not 100% sure, but I'm thinking about it. The Burnley, the Burnley defence, of course. Yeah, so Burnley yeah. Burnley defender for Chilwell and Burnley goalkeeper for, for Leno. It's one of those ones I'm so torn on because it could be absolutely incredible or it could be like, why did I bring in Burnley players? <laughs> um, so we move on to, to you, Josh. So what are you looking at uh, for your transfers and captains? Yeah, so I've got two free transfers as well because I rolled my second from uh, last week. Um, so captain, I think also, uh, thinking Gundogan at the moment, um, transfer wise, I think there'll definitely be some Burnley defender stroke Pope coming in. Um, a simple transfer I could do is just to swap Coleman for a Burnley defender really. Um, and, um, I'm pretty happy with my team apart from that. So it's just whether I choose to use two transfers or whether I just use one and continue to roll the second, really. Are either of you worried about... So you both said, um, obviously, Gundogan captain. Does it worry you that he might not be on penalties? Or is the fact that he just scored a brace without penalties, like, does that, you know, is that enough for you? I think he's only scored one penalty for me in the last, like, three or four game weeks since I've mm. owned him. Maybe two. But he scored, like, six goals. So yeah. he doesn't really need them. Has he scored any penalties in that time? I think he might have scored the one just before I got him, like whenever oh, I right, got yeah. him. But that, that, yeah. So he's he's only ever missed a penalty from me. Um, he's just so prolific because obviously he had two shots on target. Obviously not not in, the penalty wasn't on target, and mm. he scored two goals. And when he scored the brace the other week against oh my memory's West Brom, West Brom. It's West Brom again. It was two shots on target. So obviously he's clinical, but yeah, he's overperforming is what you mean. I feel like yeah. that's City all over, though, because mm. like, Jesus doesn't get many chances. Sterling doesn't get many chances. They, they all kind of spread out the chances. And The one, uh, the one yeah. funny thing about Gundogan is we've replaced KDB with him, or most of us have anyway, Is uh, and, and we've got a much better finisher. 
You know, yeah, I know. KDB yeah. might might get more assists, and you know, he's 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 obviously one of the best players in the league, but he he's not been great and very clinical, you know, in front of goal this season, whereas mm-hmm. Gundogan is a complete opposite. Should we mention um, KDB? Like, if he's magically back, would either of you be interested in him? Just to, so just so we cover every base. Nah, it's too sideways, I think, for me. Like like I said, transfers are gold dust. I'm not yeah. I'm not doing sideways transfers. And it's, and it's like Josh money, just said, though, like, yeah, and, and you've just said, like, he's better goal scorer. Yeah. I, I know KDB should have had so many assists, but we, I feel like I've been saying that all season, like, oh, on any other day, it would have been three assists for KDB but then you know multiply that by 15 game weeks and he's just not as good as you think he is um he's brilliant to watch but I think Gundogan I'd better I'd, I'd prefer to own an FPL even when Gundogan was playing um in the team with KDB it, like Gundogan profit it's not that it's, it's just been Gundogan profiting from KDB being out that's not been the case at all he's got penalties from it and he's been taking some set pieces yeah, yeah. but I think if you look at how well he was doing even before uh, KDB got injured. Um, so KDB got injured. What game was it? It was the second game of the double game week. Yeah. And you know, prior to that, um, Gundogan had gone four goals in six games. I think it yeah, was exactly. So you you know, he was getting into the positions. He was you know, he was he was probably playing like an eight then, and I'd say now he's more playing like a ten. But I wouldn't say there was a, a big difference between the two. And yeah, if, for me right now, if KDB came back and took penalties and took all set pieces, I still wouldn't say it was worth six million more than Gundogan. And prior to that double game week as well, Foden had three attacking returns in the two games before as well. <laughs> uh, no, because something that annoyed me was going into the double game week, I was going to ignore KDB. I was just going to go for Foden. I was talking to Josh about it on WhatsApp. And then the last minute I got scared of Foden, uh, got scared of KDB and did a minus 12 <laughs> and got KDB in, who I didn't captain anyway. And I, yeah, I didn't really want him. And I ended up with him because of, because of fear. And I, I, completely agree with both of you i don't want to go back to him i think foden's better i think gundigan's and that's harsh they're not better i think they're much better value foden than gundigan yeah exactly that's what this game is about value it is about optimizing your team in terms of value and what gundigan enables you to do with the rest of your 11 and your bench is 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 outweighs massively what what kdb would bring yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, even with the penalties, because obviously KDB, if he scores a penalty, it's you know it's eight points because he's so good on bonus. But you can't just play this game, you know, looking for penalties. I mean, Bamford's on penalties, so could, you know, and there's a lot less money. And KDB is nailed normally, but coming back from injury, can we can we trust he's as nailed? Um, he's pretty fragile as well. He's normally like we're willing to pay it because we know he's going to play every game and. I think coming off an injury, we, we don't know that. But we move on to... Oh, I haven't done my team, have I? Um, so I am looking at... So I've got two free transfers. And it's just going to... I mean, it's like a one of those choose-your-own-adventure books where I need to pick the right <laughs> route. Like, what would suit my team? Because I've got a benching headache as it is. It's getting Pope in. But I haven't got any money in the bank. So I have to use both transfers to get Pope in. If I bring a defender in, then I've got to bench a good player like Bamford. I've I've already got Son on the bench and I don't feel great about that. So part of me just wants to ignore Burnley defenders, but part of me, you know, part of me knows that going, I could basically, I could go triple Burnley defense 
if I continue to do what I've done all season and chase the, you know, the, the massive points that don't seem to come when I do it, well, I could be very sensible and either ignore them or just get one in. So mm. truthfully, I, I don't know. It's not been working for me the way I've been playing, where I've been, you know, trying to chase these massive hauls and they've not come. So you've got Robertson, right? You've got Robertson and Robertson Johnson. And, Robertson and Trent and Johnson, yeah. But you could get rid of one of the Liverpool guys, which, you know, might actually I'd, do you I'd some good. I'd have to use both transfers to get Burnley. Right, but that's not too bad, right? That's not a bad thing. I wouldn't mind having oh, there, two for, I wouldn't mind having two for next week because I've only got one Leeds player now when I had three a couple of weeks ago. I'm very torn. I'm very torn. I don't want to use two transfers. Like you said, they're precious to get Nick yeah. Pope in, who I'm not well, going to play again outside of the double game week. I'm going to have all this money the on the thing. bench. I think you've got, and you've got McCarthy, McCarthy. You've got Martin and sat and there, who's got a lot of double game weeks coming up. Yeah, well, here we go. It might be a good idea then, is to to just do the one Burnley defender now, and then next week you can get um, the Leeds goalkeeper in for Johnston, play him in the double for that one game week, and then you can just keep him on your bench until the blank, and then you've Leeds, got a goalkeeper to play there. The thing is, with Leeds, I don't want to play. A goalkeeper. I'd rather have two. If I had two transfers, then I could bring in Harrison and Rapina. I could bring in Dallas and I don't know. I've I've got to have a good think about this. I I, I need to see what's happening with the cup. I I, yeah, I know whatever, Burnley... whatever we are thinking now, it's almost not even worth. No, it's <laughs> the best ever episode to come on the FL surgery. Yes. The game Sorry, week before Dave. we know all of the information <laughs> yeah. for the answer. It's, it's, it's been fun. It's going to change everything. <laughs> you know, if 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 Honestly, if Brighton beat Leicester, for example, in the FA Cup, right, which at the moment you'd say unlikely, but Brighton are looking pretty good. Brighton get a double game week of West Brom away and Newcastle at home. All of a sudden, my attention goes, why am I going to bring in a Burnley defender when that double game week is incredible? And, you know, and then that's that almost becomes my focus and it makes up a really good bench boost to look at Brighton defenders, you know, so it's. It's, um, it's, it's all up in the air, I think, until until we know what happens in the cup, really. And what I'd normally do, I know what I'd normally do. I'd do a minus four and I'll get three Burnley. I'll get Pope and two defenders in. I just, I don't know. It's just not been working for me this season. And the, the weeks where I've rolled a transfer and been patient, because we said last week my team was good and now I've got a good score. So part of me wants to ignore it. But captaincy wise, if I have Pope, I might consider him, but I'm probably, and this was before the game today, going to captain Foden. Don't know if it'd be triple captain, because obviously I want to to save that for Kane, but we'll see. It depends. If if Foden doesn't play against Swansea, if he's rested, I could be tempted with the way my season's going at 0.4% effective ownership, just triple captain in Foden. But I feel like if me and you had a drink, a couple of drinks, I could maybe convince you to take out your city defender bring in Ederson and captain him hoping he's on penalties I reckon you're Edison, at that point in your stage I, I, reckon, I reckon you could I reckon you could easily I can, I can drink a lot I'm not going <laughs> to captain the, Ederson the problem with it is though Dave is we've got almost a week to the deadline if the deadline was like tomorrow morning you could get Rich really really drunk yeah, you he might some... sleep yeah he might sleep through the deadline tomorrow morning uh-huh. goes in there he's got Edison triple captain on pens you know maybe when is the deadline but... Well, next Saturday. 
Oh, right, wow. me and you, Rich, Friday night. What do you think? I have a wee session, we'll talk about it. Yeah, right. Let's do it. Wait, what Let's if you took a penalty and got two clean sheets? Edison will not take penalties. I think well, there's a quote on out. Twitter. Came out and said. What, a new quote? Yeah. Well, he, he said Today. tonight that, that he was joking when he said it ages Maybe ago. Maybe I might have to turn to Edison for penalties. Yeah. Now it's a half joke, he says. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on to our differential. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dave, who, who's your differential? Uh, tonight, Matthew, my differential is <laughs> Rafina, 2.2%. I like him because he's got a double coming up and he plays the blank. And he's a perfect price point. I can actually bench him in game week 26 as well without worrying too much about it. So, yeah, he's kind of he's a player that fits all strategies. I like him. Nice, nice. I like that. And Josh, I can't believe how low his ownership is still. By the way, I know Twitter bubble um, and all that. I've, I've, I've got enough abuse from you two tonight for talking about Dwight McNeil, and <laughs> I'm looking at the, the, the schedule with Dwight McNeil written there again. 0.4. Oh, who wrote it? Who wrote it there? <laughs> me. Was that you, Dave? <laughs> it was me. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of all of it. I'm a Dwight McNeil fan. And Honestly, even the I... feedback with about Foden. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we did have a question from you this week, which was a bit weird. So um, we got rid of that. But we stuck with my feedback. So uh, anyway, um, I, I'm a Dwight McNeil fan. I actually think he's 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 not a bad option. Like I said, I, I put him in there purely because if you are listening to the pod and you've got Suchek and you're like, I need to get rid of him this week. And you go, OK, Dwight McNeil, they've got. You know, a great double game week, Crystal Palace and Fulham. And then the next game is West Brom. And then they will even have a double in 26, most likely. It's great. Double, West Brom, double. Dwight McNeil, whack him in. Massive differential. And I'm just looking at the schedule now. And someone's written in brackets, triple captain, which I think would be going a bit too far. (laughs) It wasn't me. (laughs) <laughs> um my one is Tarkowski so 2.4 percent obviously I spoke about him earlier I do prefer him to me if if possible so please help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash FPL surgery you can join the FPL surgery podcast league the code is 439HW9 that code again is 439HW9 you can find us on Facebook with Josh, SoundCloud, Reddit and Twitter. The Twitter handle is at FPL Surgery. Subscribe on iTunes and please rate the podcast five stars. You can email us fplsurgerypodcast at gmail.com. So this is the end of the episode. Dave, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, do you want to promote anything? Do you want to promote your own podcast with the, the lovely name? <laughs> I actually really like the name. Thank you very much. I like the name. I wasn't sarcastic. No. Oh, okay. It's really hard to tell over audio. Um, <laughs> my, my podcast I have is called Firing Blanks, um, and really? it's basically like a podcast, but just after hours. We don't really talk too much about stats or go into the best strategy for everyone. We barely listen to our audience in general. It's just a chat with me and James. And we talk about our own teams and our own transfers and whatever else that comes to mind. We don't really have a schedule or anything. I felt quite fancy having a wee Google sheet here tonight. That's really cool. Um, but yeah, our, our podcast is pretty much the opposite of this. <laughs> so yeah, it's, if, it's a bit of fun. It's not, it's not really very serious. I like firing blanks. I think it's a lot of fun. With obviously yourself and, and with James. And you've also got the other podcast as well. Yeah, it's more it's more serious. It's more of a competitor. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. fa- fantasy, fantasy. Do you not want to promote that one? Is that the? 
well, that your I'd... rival as well? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I work on both of them. I edit both of them, so might as well. Um, I'd also do uh, Fantasy Weekly, and that is with me, James, Holly, FF Community, and uh, Ben Dinnery as well, who's on there uh, every week. And we basically go through the same kind of stuff that you guys go through, um, and uh, it's a lot more serious. We do a lot more research and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's nice to have Ben Dinnery there, so when you know a player gets injured mid-game, mid recording we can be like how long is he out for and he'll be and he'll be like yeah kdb will not be back for three weeks so let's talk about replacements and he actually did that i was like it's really handy so yeah <laughs> fancy weekly that's awesome is no, that why he kept kane for so long yeah pretty much he was like oh, it doesn't seem that bad and i was like awesome <laughs> it's worked out for you because well, yeah. um, rich told me that you you got some good bench points in the last couple of weeks for him so um Wamba Saka. oh yeah big 17 last week there you thank go. you, Ben Dinnery. <laughs> and thank you, Dave. Honestly, thank you so much for yeah, coming cheers, on. Cheers, Dave. It's been good fun. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Day or night. Yeah. Weekend, weekday. Up or down, you let me know. <laughs> yeah, we will. Because these game weeks, well, they're probably not coming that thick and fast anymore, but they were coming thick and fast. And yeah, yeah, We've I, got a little bit of a break now. We can, uh, we've got tomorrow night still, though, remember? Tomorrow night, Bamford hat-trick. Then yeah. we've got Late Riser on next week. Yep, that's the plan. Yeah, and then nice. uh, Stefan's back. So we've got a couple of really good guests lined up for the next two weeks. Awesome. So you, you've just got one more thing to say there, Josh. Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod. Nice. Feel dirty. Why? Why didn't you want to say it? I feel, I feel dirty. <laughs> I don't know. I always don't want to say it because you told me I had to. That's literally all, the only reason. Oh. And it gets me in so much trouble, that way of thinking. <laughs> what, what we forced you to. <laughs> no, just anyone saying I can't do anything. It's, it's really oh. difficult. Right, anyway, so I'm, I'm making a meal of it. It doesn't really matter. Guys, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. that episode. It was good fun.